The following is my conversation with Yanis Pappas, a brilliant thinker and talented artist. We speak about the Willy Wall Ecolocation and Euthanist. Enjoy, enjoy. This show is sponsored by Exhibitor Chad. My goal is to make these interesting, but if you have to skip them, please still check out the sponsors. Hey, it's Lexman here with another episode of the Artificial Podcast. Today we're talking with Yanis Pappas, and he's going to be telling us all about the Willy Wall Ecolocation and Euthanist. So without further ado, let's begin. Hello, Lexman. Thank you so much for having me on today's show. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about the Willy Wall? Sure. The Willy Wall is a natural phenomenon that occurs on the coast of British Columbia, Canada. Yeah. It's a huge wave that can reach up to 60 feet high and travel at speeds of up to 70 miles per hour. Wow. That sounds pretty impressive. So how does echolocation help us understand the Willy Wow? Well, echolocation is the ability to use sound waves to explore our environment. By listening to the waves and detecting their properties, we can figure out things like how deep the water is, where objects are located, and what kinds of materials are present. That's really interesting. I had no idea that echolocation was such an important tool in understanding the environment. It's definitely an important tool, and it's one that's been used for a long time by humans and other animals alike. For example, whales use ecolocation to hunt and navigate in their environment. That's really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the key difference between ecolocation and other forms of navigation? I think the key difference between ecolocation and other forms of navigation is that echolocation is totally non-visual. In other words, you don't see anything as you use ecolocation to explore your environment. This makes it very versatile and adaptable, which is why it's been used for so many different purposes over the years. That's definitely true. So what do you think are some of the potential applications of uh, echolocation technology? There are a lot of potential applications for echolocation technology, and I think there are a few that stand out in particular. For example, echolocation could be used to detect objects and injuries in hospitals or during surgery. It could be used to find food in dense forests or underwater environments. Mm -hmm. And it could be used to detect hazards during natural disasters like earthquakes or hurricanes. That sounds like a lot of potential uses for echolocation. What do you think are the limitations of current echolocation technology? I think one of the limitations of current echolocation technology is that it's not very accurate. For example, if you want to use echolocation to find an object that's hidden underwater, it might be difficult to get an accurate reading because water reflection can distort sound waves. And this is something that scientists are still working on improving. That's definitely true. So what do you think are the most promising applications of echolocation technology? I think the most promising applications of echolocation technology are ones that involve using it to navigate in difficult or dangerous environments. For example, if you want to use echolocation to find a lost object or someone who's lost in a dark environment, it would be much more effective than using traditional vision techniques. That's definitely an interesting perspective. So what do you think are the key points that we should take away from today's conversation? I think the key points that should be taken away from today's conversation are that echolocation is an important tool that can be used to explore our environment and that it has a lot of potential applications that involve navigation, involve navigation, difficult or dangerous environments. Thanks for having me on, Lexman. Thanks for joining us today, Yanis. We really appreciate it. Now it's time for our regular closing music. As we end today's show, we want to remind you that you can find all of the previous episodes of the Lexman Artificial Podcast at our website. And if you haven't done so yet, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your feedback and it helps us continue to produce the best podcast possible. As always, we end the podcast with a poem. 
This one is titled The Marketplace of Ideas. The marketplace of ideas is always open. New opinions are always welcome. The world is full of questions, yeah, and the answers to them are always changing. 